Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Modern Day P31 Woman Podcast with your host, Crystal Ngamezi. I feel like it's been such a long time since you've heard my voice on this podcast. It's been about a month since the last episode, and you know, there's been a lot of uh, personal and internal changes that have been um, experienced in this time. And I have so many things to say um, for this podcast episode, but I'm going to try my best by the Holy Spirit's guidance to be able to formulate my words in ways that you can understand it. This is the week of Easter, which I find so very interesting because I have been, you know, reading through John and I've been really stuck on the scene of Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane and just his mindset, the things that he was going through, him knowing what he was about to endure, him not really having anyone who really could understand him, him having, you know, people who knew of him and knew his name, but no one knew exactly what he was really going to have to go through. And therefore no one could really fellowship with him in his pain. And as someone who's been in a season of transition myself, it's it's always interesting to me. I feel like when you are a true disciple of Jesus Christ, when you truly are connected to God in spirit and in truth, God constantly puts you into scenarios where you get to understand more of what it was like to be Jesus. And for me, this has been an interesting season because I feel like, um, well, not I feel like, God has told me certain things that have made me aware of how, you know, I'm on the precipice of, of certain things coming to pass that God has spoken over me for, for a long time now. And man, that pressing, that moment of time when you are in the place right before you are glorified is such an interesting position to be in. And I'm hoping that in this episode, I can kind of bring that to light by sharing some things that the Holy Spirit has spoken to me. and. I'm hoping that by the end of this episode, specifically, you are able to gain some clarity, some insight, and some better understanding into the season that you yourself might be in. So before I get into this episode's scripture reading, we're going to be going into the book of Matthew, by the way. I have been wanting to share <laughs> this scenario on this podcast for a long time now. I have uh, spoken before of how I am a fan of sci-fi movies, and I really love sci-fi movies because I feel like they are heavily inspired by the Bible. And every time I, I watch certain, not all sci-fi movies, okay, some movies are demonic, but um, some movies, uh, you know, God talks to me through when I'm watching movies. And so I, I like to watch fantasy movies and sci-fi movies because Again, I just feel like they're so heavily inspired by the Bible, influenced by Jesus. I recently, or like a while ago, watched rewatched the trilogy of The Matrix. Now, I am a fan of The Matrix trilogy. And when I was re, I watched those movies a long time ago, right? When they first came out. And I rewatched them maybe a few months back. And man, when you watch things as like a, a true Christian, as a, like a, a disciple, 
man, it's so much different than when you watched it when you were in the world. When I first watched the Matrix movies, I was in the world, right? Living a completely different life and watching it now as someone who has been walking out my Christian, you know, belief in real life for, you know, what, eight years now? Um, man, so much revelation and so many comparisons can be drawn from that movie alone. It is definitely heavily inspired by Jesus having the one and the chosen one with the main character. And the things that I really wanted to say from that movie that inspired me or made me just kind of think about certain things was this whole idea of being plugged into a system. And for me, when I lived my old life, I was plugged into a system. I was plugged into a system of idolatry, a system of sinful living, a sinful lifestyle, a system of trusting in everyone, everything but God. And God, through Jesus Christ, awakened me and unplugged me and it opened my eyes up to what was always around. It opened my eyes up to what was taking place in the spiritual world. And when you watch the movie, the movie if you've never watched it before, I recommend it, watch it, it's a good movie. Um, when the characters are unplugged from the robotic system that they have been plugged into, that they have been asleep <laughs> plugged into, they are able to see how distraught, how destructive, the world is around them and how the system they have been plugged into has been the thing that has been destroying their world. And I've shared my story many times on this podcast. Um, if you're new here, hi, welcome. I encourage you to listen to all the other episodes. Um, I've shared how, you know, my encounter when I gave my life to Christ and fully submitted and fully surrendered, I stopped being lukewarm and living a halfway Christian life, and I gave God my my full yes, it was like I got unplugged. Um, I had that, you know, Paul on the road of Damascus where, you know, the scales fell from his eyes, and oh my gosh, he can see, you know, after being blinded. And I was able to see things in the spirit that had always been there, but I had not been revealed to seeing them yet. And Going into the book of Matthew, we're going to be going into Matthew chapter 26, verses 36 to 46. Again, as I said earlier, I had been reading through the book of John um, and I couldn't get out of my mind the scene of Jesus right before he's about to be, you know, handed in to be crucified. The things that he was going through, the time that he was in, he was in so much distress that blood was coming down his face because of what he was going to have to go through and what he was battling with internally. And as someone who is fully human <laughs> and connected to God through his Holy Spirit, it is such an interesting position to be in when God has called you to a certain role or a certain position that you feel unable to, to feel. And, you know, Jesus's words, you know, as he, he prayed like three times, if you can, you know, take this cup from me, like, you know, let me know, but you know, uh, not my will, but your will be done is the space that I've been in this past month. Um, understanding what God has called me to do, but but still my flesh struggling with 
the process it takes to be glorified. Um, I think too often in this Christian walk, we talk about glory to glory, but we fail to understand that before a glory is a crucifixion. And if you are going to be taken from glory to glory, that also means you will be taken from crucifixion to crucifixion. And I understand because I, you know, I always stress on this podcast podcast show to read your Bibles. I always stress that because you will find these teachings and this revelation in the scripture, in God's word, right? And it's something that has, has stayed with me because God has taken me from level to level to level to level. And I have gone from crucifixion to crucifixion to crucifixion, from suffering to suffering, right? And and in this in this season, it has been extremely challenging for me because of the pressure, because of the pressing that is meant to produce the anointing, that's meant to produce the glory that reigns, that stays, that shall be revealed on earth as it is in heaven. And this is the scene of Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane. And it reads, then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet, not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, my father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come and the son of man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. Now I'm gonna break this down a little bit further. There is a lot in that passage, but I primarily want to talk about a few things that God highlighted for me while reading that. Um, specifically when it Jesus is talking to his disciples. Now, I am someone who has always had friends, have always uh kind of had people around me and that has been something that god has really been breaking off of me these past eight years is being comfortable being connected to him and not feeling the need for you know large groups of people to be around me and for someone like me who just i i you know i love people i care about people so it's natural for me to want to have people around in a certain sense. It has been difficult for me because 
that's what I've been used to my whole life is I've always been in, you know, different friendship groups. I've always been able to navigate different types of circles because of the way that I grew up. I kind of grew up with everyone, you know, um, different cultures, people with different backgrounds, different life choice preferences. And I'm thankful for those experiences because I believe they've made me who I am, the kind of person who I am to where I'm not super quick to judge a person based on their lifestyle choices or preferences. I'm more so interested in the circumstances that have happened to them in life that have caused them to sway a certain way. And what I, I found interesting about this passage as I was reading it that I found correlation to within my own life is Jesus's frustration with the disciples, <laughs> his friends, you know? I know we reference them as the disciples, but in this time, as Jesus was walking through life in his ministry, his disciples were his friends as well. And I think sometimes we forget that when we read scripture or we retell the stories from scripture. And I found it so interesting, Jesus's frustration with the few disciples who he chose to come with him in his most vulnerable state. You know, before this time, we saw Jesus healing and doing miracles and preaching and teaching. And then we find Jesus in this vulnerable position where he calls his closest disciples, his closest friends to stay and watch with him for a while before he is turned in to be crucified. And his frustration with them as he is encouraging them, asking them to stay awake with him because he knows what's about to happen and them falling asleep is a frustration that I myself have found in this season as well as in these past eight years of my, my walk with God. When you are called to do things that are not normal, you will find yourself in places and seasons of isolation. Isolation is not fun. <laughs> I have learned the most about God and the most about myself because of these eight years of kind of being isolated. Um, yes, I have a platform. Yes, I have an organization. And yes, we do work in the community. And I have had people around me, but similar to Jesus. And as you walk life out with him in real life, you will find this for yourself. Having people around does not mean that they understand you, right? Jesus always had people around him, but not everyone understood him. Not everyone understood his assignment. Not everyone understood his calling and not everyone believed in his gifts. And when God tells you who you are and he tells you what he has for you to do here and he calls you and you answer the call and you say yes to it and you go on this journey with him of discovery, of revelation, of insight, of miracles, of blessings, of overflow, it can be pretty interesting when you feel like you are the only one seeing what it is that God is doing. And again, as someone who's lived life previously around people, I used to shrink myself often to fit in. And when you've built a lifestyle of doing that, it may take you time to soften up to the person, the kind of person that God has truly called you to be, the kind of person who 
is different, but different for a reason and is confident in their differences. And in my seasons of the wilderness and my seasons of walking things out with God in real life, I have found similarities to Jesus in that moment of time when he was in the garden of Gethsemane with his disciples, people who he called his friends and confidants, the frustration that he felt with his flesh wanting to have friends in a moment of vulnerability and weakness, but his spirit understanding that, yes, these people are your friends. Yes, they're connected to God, but they aren't you. And this is as far as you can go with them. Now, we know that the disciples later you know, are given the gift of the Holy Spirit and they are, they perform many miracles, many signs and wonders, right? And spread the gospel. But in this time, Jesus is walking into a place of isolation where his disciples would be scattered, where he would be nailed to a cross and God himself will forsake him. Can you imagine Like for us, yes, we have seasons of isolation where family members, friends, whatever, may not be in our corners cheering us on, may not be able to understand what we are really going through, but at least we still have God, right? At least we still can hear God's voice. At at least we still have the Bible. We still have Jesus interceding for us on our behalf. For Jesus's case, he literally was walking into a moment where he would be in total isolation, separated from God because he was to bear the sins of the whole world. And so, although yes, I can relate to him in that time, I feel like none of us will really be able to fully relate to him in that time because even in our darkest hours, God is still with us and God is close to the brokenhearted. And so, for me, it, it has been interesting experiencing these things and experiencing things in real time and, and reading scripture and being like, dang, I understand why Jesus was so frustrated. And I also understand why after praying to God, Jesus came back and was okay with his disciples sleeping. He gave them a strict warning that I felt that God put on my spirit to give to give you all Um, Those of you who are listening now and those of you who will listen in the future to stay awake. (laughs) Jesus says, watch and pray, be awake, be alert in the spirit. He's not talking about a physical sight. He's talking about spiritual sight. Watch and pray that you may not fall into temptation. You, you, when you read this for yourself, you will see reference many times in this passage, specifically his disciples falling asleep and different versions will have different words, but uh, this idea of them being tired, uh, sleeping, resting, even though Jesus was telling them to stay awake. When God tells you to do something, he's not just talking to be talking. He's saying it for a reason. Jesus called his disciples to that moment of time for a reason. He was literally about to be taken in to be crucified. And had his disciples been paying attention to what Jesus was actually saying to them, they may have been more alert. (laughs) They may not have all scattered when it was Jesus's time, but these things were meant to happen in order to fulfill prophecy, right? And for me in this season of isolation that I have been in where God is calling me to things that don't look like what someone who looks like me should be doing. 
um, when he's calling me to say things that people who look like me don't say, when he's calling me to create things that people who have been in my position don't create, uh, it has been opposition with my flesh. This desire to want to have people around me, to take people with me and my spirit arguing back with my flesh and 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 having that that internal struggle of yes i know you love these people but they cannot go with you this is as far as they can go and one of my greatest frustrations about being in ministry is seeing people who have the ability to do a thing but lack willingness they lack willingness some of you have the ability to do the things you are asking god for he is preparing you in this season but you lack willingness what you lack is not resources is not support is not finances is not people who believe in you what you lack is willingness i think it's important for us in this time and specifically in this generation where we see social media we see numbers we see stats we see this idea of instant gratification of overnight success we lack the understanding of sacrifice there will always be a sacrifice for what God calls you to do. Yes, God's grace is sufficient. He will call you to sacrifice. And I feel that many believers in this time are unwilling to sacrifice. You're unwilling to sacrifice your time. You're unwilling to sacrifice the things that you do with your friends. You're unwilling to sacrifice the finances God is calling you to sow into your own ministries, your own businesses, the ministries or businesses of others you're unwilling to sacrifice your pride and your unwillingness is going to cost you it is going to cost you now with these messages i go as as god leads me to go and i feel that in this time god wants me to say this to you all your unwillingness in this season will cost you I know it doesn't look like the things that God spoke over you are coming. I know it doesn't look like good things are up ahead, but God wants me to tell you that in this season, your unwillingness to trust and obey God will cost you. It will cost you. When Jesus told his disciples to watch and pray that you may not be led into temptation, he was talking about a spiritual sight there is spiritual sight that is necessary for the journey and the road up ahead. This is why it is important for you to be actively connected to God, having an active devotional life, not because it's just a regimen or it's religion, but because anyone who's in a relationship knows that in order to keep that relationship flourishing and healthy, you have to be active. You have to be active with your communication, you have to be active with your love. You have to be active with showing up. And I feel that because this generation has been so blessed that it has made us lazy. And we feel that it don't take all that. It don't take too much. I don't have to do all of that. I don't have to give that much up. No, yes you do. If God calls you to give it up, give it up. If God calls you to put away the Netflix, put away the TV shows, put away the movies, put away the social media surfing, if God calls you to put it up, put it up. Because he sees something up ahead that you lack insight. That's why it's important to stay connected to his voice. And as I've been away for this month, you know, it's, it's been a very trying time for me 
uh, in my flesh because as we read in this scripture, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And so as God transitions you to new places and new spaces, there is a new level of discipline that is necessary. The things you did in high school are not the things that you can continue to do in a university. The things you did in college are not the things you can continue to do as a person who was employed for your career. You have to understand which that and that's wisdom, right? That what I did last season may not be suitable for the season that's up next. And so for me, it has taken me time to accept that there is a different level of discipline God is calling me to. There's a different level of sacrifices that God is calling me to for this next season. And my desire to want to have friends around all the time may not be suitable for the season of work and sewing that God is calling me into in order to produce the things that he's calling me to at the next level. And so for those of you who are who are in this same season with me, uh, where you feel that struggle between your flesh, what your flesh wants to be comfortable doing and what your spirit knows and is actively seeking to do, um, I wanna, you know, I wanted to create this episode for you that I am in there with you. And, and yes, we may be called to different things. We may be in different levels of this season. However, it is a real struggle and it is a struggle that Jesus himself went through. And I wanted to share that with you and share my experiences with you and, and share this level of insight with you in order to give you hopefully some clarity and maybe the things that you have been going through that you have not been able to find words for or have not been able to articulate. Uh, your spirit knows it, but sometimes it's hard for our flesh, our mind to articulate what our spirit knows to be true. And so as I have, and, and still coming in too, my acceptance of the role and the positioning that God has called me into, um, it has been a moment of, of revelation and clarity for me that yes, you know, yes, God is calling me to do certain things, but I have to be willing to submit and obey at this new level. I have to be willing to accept what God is calling me to. And I feel like for so many of us, we haven't done that yet. We know what he's called us to. We feel him calling us, but we haven't yet accepted it. And, and God wants you to know that the plans are true. The plans are promised. He made a promise to you that those things shall come to pass. These things shall come to pass. This is my promise to you. And yeah, you know, uh, this is taking me time to articulate myself. I've been brewing on these feelings for a month now, and that's why I have taken this time to step away so that I myself could understand what I was going through before I create an episode for you. And so, yes, um, I would encourage you to pray more uh, intimately. Um, I feel like in this season, God wants our, our intimate prayers. He wants our intimate prayers because it is those intimate prayers that produce great fruit. And yeah, you know, um, it's gonna be an interesting time in these next few months. 
Um, I feel that in my in my spirit, in my soul. It's going to be interesting these next few months. And I feel like the people who are willing to submit at the level God is calling them to are going to reap the fruit in this in this season, this upcoming season that God wants his people to. But if you are someone who is unwilling to accept it, to accept what God is calling you to, um, you may find some areas of difficulty in this upcoming season. And I feel like God wants me to tell you that this is a season of fruit. This is a season of fruit. And you cannot reap where you have not sown. Yes, there is a scripture that says you will reap what you haven't sown. And, you know, uh, we want to make sure that we have clarity in those types of scriptures, what God is referring to. Um, but I feel very strongly, very heavily about this, that in this upcoming season, God is saying it is a season of fruit. And I want you to reap the fruit that I have for you in this season. But if you are unwilling to do what I have called you to, you will not reap you will not reap. So thanks to your downloads, we've opened up our listener support feature, which allows listeners of the Modern Day P31 Woman podcast to support us through a small monthly subscription. Partner with us as we continue to spread the gospel to Modern Day P31 Women around the world. Click the link in our show notes to support. I'm thankful to have shared this message and these words with you. Definitely subscribe to the podcast if you're not already subscribed so you can get notifications on new episodes and stay tuned for more of the words and the insight and the messages and hopefully for you the clarity that God wants to share to you through me and from me and I'm hoping to come back to you again soon.